is Colin, his name is Stu, this is the Evil G Podcast, and we're here to talk about our favorite things, games and wrestling, and nothing else. Nothing else, we've scrapped all the other subjects. Fuck them. You don't need anything else. <laughs> no. You really don't, not in this day and age. <laughs> Video games and wrestling is what makes everyone happy. Uh, well, at least us. Yeah, we're this is just our podcast now. We do this just for <laughs> us. Nobody else. Easy to please. Um, we we are. Uh, yeah, so let's get into some video game news first. Um, no point in beating about the bush here. Uh, I don't even know what order I want to do this shit in. Right, let's start with this because it's it's old because this pretty much happened like shortly after last week's actually i think it had already happened after we recorded and we just forgot to say anything about it uh yeah twitch getting hacked yeah what's uh, that what's what that was the purposes to steal twitch to steal twitch to steal twitch uh, do what with it i don't know <laughs> That's Turn it against its masters. <laughs> Apparently, go look what look what all these streamers are earning. And that's about it. Um, what they do? Yeah, so they they hacked it and got all the source code and shit. Um, yeah, yeah, pretty much the whole shebang. Um, Twitch have uh, finally actually this week come out and confirmed that it happened. Uh, they said that there is no indication that passwords have leaked. Mm. Um, if you have Twitch, probably just go change that password anyway. Mm, better safe than sorry. Um, was the idea behind this to like sort of shame people into all oh, look how much you're earning streaming or something? Or I, I I just don't know why you would do something like this. Well, it's it's just a, a thing of like, like get all this stuff, all this data. Like I had the full source code for 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 Twitch, and just sell it to whoever the hell wants it because someone will want it. True. You know, um, biggest streaming platform out there, so. Uh, I guess some people would have reasons to know, like, how do they do things? And yep, that's a good point, actually. Which isn't particularly exciting, but yeah, that was one of the, the things that that came out of it was, you know, top streamers, what they were earning, um, and how few people actually make even minimum wage on on there. And it's not mm. it's not a lot. Um, I probably should have looked up how many there actually were, but it was uh, it is shockingly few. Um, now, uh, you know, obviously that's not taken into account people's patreons and all that stuff. Aye. and but, some people even have sponsors and things. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know don't know what way what way that that works out. <laughs> I don't know about you, but me personally, the idea of streaming just seems like a... I mean, I love playing video games and all, but I like to play video games when I want to play video games, and I like to play what I want to play. I hate the idea of a bunch of fans or an audience dictating what I play and basically how I overreact to things. I think it would just be a chore. I, I Yeah, I get what you're saying. It would... It would 
sort of, you know, like the idea play the thing that's hot right now and yeah but you get different kinds of streamers yeah there's ones that'll you know play up overreact and and stuff like that but then you know there's people who are just funny um mm. and then there's people who are just really fucking good but have no personality <laughs> and it's yeah yeah it seems to be them guys who do the best for example shroud you've probably heard of him I know that name. Is that the Dark Souls guy? No, no, no. He's more of a, a shooter guy. All right. Um, has done. I think he's done Apex, uh, stuff like that. Uh, but he's very, right. very good. Um, not not particularly. I don't find him particularly entertaining. Um, but you, if you want to watch some, you know, high level play, you know, he's one of the the guys you could watch. Um, there are some very funny guys on, on Twitch as well. Um, but fucking everyone does a Twitch. Like I've been watching, you know, AEW games mm-hmm. and, and, you know, they've got Adam Cole now and he's, he's great. So him and, uh. him and Evil Uno are sort of on that stuff now. And then, you know, Adam Cole himself has his, has his own Twitch. All them guys have their own Twitch. So it's like, if you I budge, aye. <laughs> If you're if you're anyway in the public eye and uh, like games, you're probably gonna do Twitch. Yeah, true. Um, but it's like you can do whatever you want. Like you don't have to pander to people. Um, yeah, we we had a request back in the day about doing things, and I don't think we ever got around to doing it. But I was sort of thinking, what would we do? My problem is I don't think I could talk and play at the same time, and that would be very boring. Yeah. You know what we're like. Even when we play <laughs> games together, when we're actually playing, we tend to go quite quiet, and then we talk yeah. when the game's done. Yeah, and like, in fact, like I'm a, I wouldn't play a single player game while I'm in party with you guys because it's like I'll just not say anything. It's, yeah. Uh, it's, uh, so I don't know if it would be something that I'd be particularly good at. Um, mm. But yeah. I think that's why we did better with the old scripted, you know, because you've just got an already done video and then you just talk over the top of that. You're not having to concentrate on playing the game. Yeah, I can't, can't be doing this multitasking shit. What the hell? Mm. Too old for that. <laughs> uh, so we have a couple of actual big things happen this week. Um, FIFA the very popular game by EA start putting anime shit in their things but um, so they they've been sort of floating the idea of maybe moving away from FIFA license EA that is um, yep and maybe doing something like what, what was they were gonna call it like ea sports F- F- pro no uh i think they were going with ea sports fc oh okay uh fief pro is the uh is an organization that uh you can sign up All to right. as a professional footballer um that that has certain benefits i think it's almost like a um a union or you know stuff like that right um so, 
it, it was weird to, after all these years to hear them say that. And then it has just come out that, uh, right, maybe the reason for that, and this was all coming out through uh, New York Times um, and uh, the, from FIFA themselves, because they're on about... Um, you know, the the football gaming space and esports needs to be occupied by more than one party control and all the rights and all this bollocks. Mm. Um, you know, coming from one of the most corrupt organizations on the planet, yep. <laughs> which is, is great. Um, and uh, yeah, so apparently they were asking for $1 billion for, for each four-year World Cup cycle off EA, mm. um, also say EA was keen to explore um, other avenues using the license of uh, video game tournaments, <sighs> fucking NFTs. If you don't know what those are, good for you. I'm not going to ruin it for you. Um, and uh, FIFA wants to limit the the sort of scope of what EA can do with that license. This is this is another episode of capitalism ruins everything. It really yep. is. It's all about money. So, like for a start, what FIFA, uh, FIFA is saying about uh, more than one party control and all the rights. Uh, FIFA, you are not football. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> you need to be told this. Other games, for better or worse, uh, exist. And yep. uh, so you can fuck right off there. I know there's not exactly the huge number of football games there used to be back in the day. You know, obviously you used to have FIFA and Pro, but then you used to have, remember, the This Is Football series? Yeah. You used to have the Adidas Power Soccer series? Yeah. You used to have the, well, what did you call them? They were the more cartoony style of things. Sensible Soccers and things oh, like yeah, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sensible Soccer. Yep. Um, so we used to have a whole sort of abundance of football games, but obviously FIFA and Pro were like the two big competitors. But it was always FIFA were the only sort of like obviously because they paid that money, EA paid that money, so they were the only ones that were like the licensed teams. Hmm. But that was the whole thing. It was all we paid for this. We're the only ones that allowed to use it. And obviously FIFA were happy to take EA's money at this stage. Mm -hmm. But now what's obviously happened is FIFA wants more money. And EA's kind of like, uh, we're not willing to pay that. So now FIFA's all, well, you know what? Uh, we're going to make it try and make ourselves look like the good guys here. Uh, we don't want Jews monopolizing football anymore. Which, like, no, which isn't. These were happy to take all that money in the first place. So here, here's the thing is... EA still have a contract and will be renewing the contract with uh, FIFA Pro, who you just uh, mentioned, which gets them mm -hmm. the names and likenesses rights to thousands of players, mm -hmm. full-on leagues and teams. So what the fuck were they getting out of the FIFA license? Like the World Cup? It had to... Ah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, so... And... Like, you've got, um, it's not Pro Evolution, it's called eFootball now. Yes. Um, and, like, they still have licensed their whole, they've gone free to play, and their whole way of working is so fucked up. I don't know what, I can either buy individual yeah, teams or something, but anyway, they... They've had a bad launch. Yeah, th those, 
those licenses are still available for them and any other developer who wants to come along. So, like, EA doesn't have, you know, exclusive uh, rights to every team. So it's like this this mm. whole thing that, that FIFA's saying is they're trying to avoid actually isn't there at the moment. So, yeah, it is. Mm. It is uh, Like, if you read the statement, which is very dry and sounds like uh, it was made by someone who has no clue about video games by some old guy probably he's probably italian and he's probably like all oh, these kids are into these video games and how can we make money off this and completely ruin it for everyone so yeah um uh, f- fuck fifa fuck ea too though yeah <laughs> yeah true it's weird that they're almost getting a wee taste of their own medicine uh which one ea uh, from my point of view, uh, what are you, are you getting? If you can still, the th- right, the thing that draws people, the reason people still played FIFA, even when Pro Evolution was the far superior game, what drew people to FIFA was officially licensed uh, players and teams. You mm-hmm. losing the FIFA license, you still have the players and teams, like the club teams anyway. Um, mm-hmm. Like getting rid of internationals. Would you care that much? I don't think so. Like, let's be honest. Uh, nobody... I don't think anyone really gave a shit about the international teams. They weren't exactly the most selected teams if you ever played a game online. No, no. There was always four fucking teams that were picked online. You could always tell who wasn't the actual football fan. They were just picking the best team. Aye, who has the five stars? Aye. And then poor me, we, me playing Stoke City getting squashed. But I stuck by my team. Did you happen to see the uh, when we were talking about the AEW games there? Yep. Their FIFA finals. Miro yes. walked through the entire tournament till the end and then just just defeated by his own hubris, he goes and picks was it Finland against yep. John Silver's France and <laughs> got fucking <laughs> whopped. John Silver, his first time playing FIFA twenty two. <laughs> I love when the shit like that happens. Some big, fee- some big FIFA head gets beat by somebody who has no fucking clue what they're doing. <laughs> oh, it's the best. Uh, yeah, so a couple of... No, let's go into the other big one first. Then we'll do a couple of the smaller stories. Um, so we are in the middle of, or we just had, I don't know, uh, a DC fan dome event mm. whatever that means um and we've had two trailers come out of that uh for games that are uh, currently in development uh one of them being rocksteady's next game rocksteady being the developer of arkham asylum arkham city and mm-hmm. arkham knight arkham knight um so Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League, um, which features uh, playable characters Harley Quinn, Deadshot, Captain Boomerang, and King Shark. Um, so it was a cinematic trailer, no gameplay to be seen. Um, very much looks like it's going for the same tone as the films, uh, music and all. Uh, so... Yeah, there's that. It looks good. 
It's being made by the Arkham Origins guy now. No, this is Rocksteady. Yeah. Oh. You're thinking I thought the, one of them was being done by... One of them is. <laughs> Not this one. This is the this is the Rocksteady guys. Or the, this is All Rocksteady right, doing this one. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if you got a look at the, the trailer... Um, there's not much to say. Like it's good for a lot of humor and stuff, and um, I guess that sort of thing that that started with uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. It was a yep. very actually it's a very similar trailer to the Guardians of the Galaxy game trailer. So right, except with no gameplay. Um, I wonder what the what the gameplay will be like. Is it obviously that you're not going to get a lot of stealth in this? No. Um, it's four-player co-op, or not? That's yeah. the idea behind this? Yeah, I think so. Everyone's uh, yes, thinking, oh, yes, there'll yes, be yes, arguments yes, yes. for Harley Quinn. And I'm thinking, no, King Shark all the way. <laughs> there will be arguments for Harley Quinn, no. Yeah, but no, not, not for me. <laughs> but there will be. Um so it, it is open world. Uh, it's based in Metropolis. Um, oh, it's but, actually Metropolis rather than Gotham? Yeah, there was an evil Superman in there. Um, oh, evil Superman. Uh, he's got the, the purple veins and red eyes, so that's evil to me, I guess. Hmm. Um, uh I haven't seen. Uh, I, I heard the, the the second film is a hell of a lot better than the first film. Which I've been hearing that. I haven't seen the second. One. I haven't. Well, I got halfway through the first one before I turned it off because it was oh, so fucking bad. It's awful. It's really. It really, really is. Awful. Uh, the the second film is done by James Gunn, isn't it? Yes. The guy that did Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. Which, <laughs> which is what they were trying to rip off in the first place. Yep. So yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, this looks like a very James Gunn-esque as well. Um, the other game, uh, which has been developed by the uh, guys who did Arkham Oranges. Oranges? Orange, <laughs> orange, oranges? No! Origins! Fuck. Um, yeah, that's the joke, though, <laughs> Arkham a, Oranges. Um, yeah, I wasn't trying to make a joke there. I just kept saying it wrong. <laughs> uh, so that's Warner Brothers Games Montreal. <clears throat> Another open world, third person action RPG. Um, Gotham Knights starring, uh, you got four protagonists again, Nightwing, Batgirl, Robin, and Red Hood. Hood. Uh, and the bad guys in this is the Court of Isles. Uh, I'm going to say this to me will look more interesting than, um, than Suicide Squad. Mm. Uh, uh, but again, they didn't show any gameplay. But from the looks of it, it it seems a lot more horror almost focused. It's a lot darker. It um and it looked sort of like it might have been like it says it's open world, but it's all contained in a single facility. You know the way. Um, oh, kind of like Arkham Asylum. Arkham Asylum, because I loved Arkham Asylum. It's still the best one, I think. I I agree wholeheartedly. See, see, once once that got out into the city, it lost something because it, it did. 
in that game, it was basically a Metroidvania. Mm-hmm. But like, pretty much was. And then you go into the open world, it's like, nah, not anymore. It's, you're doing the aimless running around, let's chase all these things on this map. Um, but yeah, Arkham Asylum was this focused, just, just real good focused game. Definitely the best of the three. And if if this if this does that again, um, I'm all for it. Uh, the Cordo House looks creepy as fuck. Um, mm. It's general generally seems to be going for a very creepy tone. Uh, which I let's let's go. Um, why not? Yeah, Cordo House is. is um, I don't, do you know anything about them? Have you ever read any? I've never actually read anything to do with it. So I think they came in when uh, they were doing like new villains. Uh, when mm. do you remember back when Bruce Wayne, quote unquote, died? Oh yeah, yeah, quote unquote, died. And Dick Grayson took over uh, the Batman mantle. Yes, um, that was one of his uh, one of his rogues gallery. Was the Court of Isles? So they're pretty cool. Old wealthy family, you know, controlling shit. Mm behind the scenes um so i uh yeah so that's that's what we've got coming from uh the batman stuff we wait now a long time to see what what uh rocksteady has has been well i know they announced that they were doing a suicide squad game but it's been a while since since their last one yeah Definitely the weakest of the three, though, that Arkham Knight. Mm. Hopefully this is, like, <laughs> they've done something new and uh, sort mm. of invigorated uh, instead of, like, going back to the well too many times. Uh, oh, shitty fucking bat tank thing. Oh, fuck, that was so bad. <laughs> right, uh... Uh, so we we're on about last week. We were playing some Battlefield 2042 uh, in the beta. The beta was one mode, the All Out War, which is your classic Battlefield conquest, um, that kind of thing. Um, so they've just announced what one of the other modes is, Hazard Zone. Um, so this week, a trailer for that. Uh, so. Is is this just the? Right, we're obviously not going to have a battle royale because because that's that didn't work last time. Is this the the, mm. the what's filling in for that? I guess so. Um, Thirty two players, squads of four. The existing maps, uh, as you say, there was there was AI sort of enemies on the map, and the idea is you just drop in, you extract data files, whatever they are, and then you have to get to an extraction point. Obviously, everyone else wants these files, so all the other squads will be shooting at you when you're trying to do this. So, it's going to be one of these, everyone sort of big firefights at the end, with the extraction points are. I was I was thinking it was very, um, Hunt Showdown. Yeah, definitely. Uh, sound, sounds like that. Um... So yeah, that like AI map or AI uh, enemies, and then uh, a bunch of 
player teams trying to get the same same thing out. Um, uh, as well as that, they, like the apparently when you extract, and uh, this is this is like Hunt Showdown as well, uh, you'll get currency specific for the Hajizo mode, um, mm-hmm. where you can buy your upgrades and gadgets. Now I wonder, well, they do the. Uh, you die in there so like uh, i heard about oh. like you're comparing it to um han showdown or to compare to uh, compared to uh escape from tarkov in both those games you die uh you lose all that shit that you had on you now your character's dead are they gonna do that Oof. should they do that i don't know if battlefield fans would enjoy that i but these i i feel that these types of game modes they need that 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 the risk needs oh, yeah. to be otherwise you could just run in like a, a oh, maniac people will just be doing all sorts of do you, you remember in Hunt Shooting like the tension at a you had an yeah. extraction trying to get out and the other team coming in you having fucking firefights across rivers and it's like fucking yep. pure panic time yep I think you because you, you didn't want to lose all your fucking sweet guns and shit yeah, yeah I think you definitely do need to have that risk yep. uh, 100% actually I was just thinking if the Battlefield fans would enjoy it, but I suppose if they don't, don't play that mode. But I reckon we uh, something we could enjoy. I, we, enjoy we didn't. As much as Hunt had a, was a bit too slow in places, it definitely was when you get into the firefights, it was brilliant. But Hunt, then there was nothing better than waiting for two teams to shoot at each other and then mop up the mess at the end. <laughs> third party the fuck out of them. Um, <laughs> so... There's one other differences uh, as well. Um, there's only two chances to extract, uh, and they will just happen at different times in different places. Um, so it's not just two locations; literally just two chances. Yeah. So you have a window to get Ooh. out. Now, what happens if you don't get out? Lots. Of, we have lots of questions here. <laughs> By the mm. looks of things. Um, so, so that'll be some crack if there's an extraction announced. Everyone will beeline to the extraction to see if there's anyone coming to it. Yeah. And I'm guessing again, like Hunt, maybe if you've been doing well, you've maybe built up experience like you can do in Hunt, but you want to keep your character, you can take the extraction and get out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wonder. I, I feel like that. that's in, in Hunt... Um, and escape from Tarkov uh, in that you can lose everything. I think that keeps things a little more balanced as well. Mm-hmm. Um, because I know in the other comparison, seen as is the Dark Zone and Division. Um, you go in with your PvP stuff, you're never losing a character and, and all their belongs. You, you'll lose the stuff that you picked up while you are in during that run, but you'll always have mm. the stuff that you've got up until then. Which meant you doing it for the first time, you extracting, you would get some team that's been doing it for fucking, you know, day one, just coming mm-hmm. in and wiping the floor with you and you don't even stand a chance. Because that's all RPG gear, like random number generator shit. It's like uh, you can't even rely on like shooting skill. It's like no, you're you're gonna die. Um, but but yeah, we'll, we'll basically see. getting in against that bullet sponge. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. It's like your your gun's not putting enough damage to even get through their armor, and they're one shotting you. So what do you do there? Ah, fuck it. 
Um, it's interesting, though, but that's... So we, we've got our classic modes, Conquest and all that. Um, we've got Hazard Zone, and we're also going to have the Portal mode. Do you think they're maybe in danger of stretching their uh, player base too thin? That's well, I know of... it's full cross-play. Yeah. So that maybe could be the only thing that saves them. What I'm curious about... Obviously, the portal, you have the World War II shit and all in there. Mm. Will that cross into Hazard Zone? Can I? Can we do a Hazard Zone with World War II style shit? The question is, would you want to? I got me some crack, because that would, that would take you back to your sort of hunt style, you know, where your, your bolt-action rifle works. Oh, yeah, like, say you're doing Hazard Zone, and you've got your big fucking LMGs. You're not too worried about your, your shots. Whereas right. if you've got a, a Springfield, every shot has to matter. I thought you meant like just your team going away World War Two stuff and everyone else's. Oh fuck right! It's like, hey, if you won that game, you're some boy. I guess you are. <laughs> <laughs> fuck your robot dog! I have an M1 Garand. <laughs> oh, fuck it. I only saw some of them robot dogs running about, but I don't know. What like? What are they? I don't know what they actually did. Do they shoot at you? I never got shot at I one. Know. Do they have guns? Who knows? Maybe you can equip them with guns. I don't know. Load Guess stupid. we'll find out soon. Um. Oh yeah, it's here. Yeah. So, a couple of quick ones here. Um, first being so. Paradox, uh, we all know, has been publishing Vampire: The Masquerade Bloodlines Two. Which is a sequel to a broken ass game that I love, um, Vampire <laughs> the Masquerade. But I have a, a thing with just broken fucking games. Um, <laughs> yeah, so the the original was developed by Troika Games, who shortly went out of business after that. It was a shit show of a development process. They were using Source Engine. It was the first game to be released that used Source Engine, not Half Life Two, <laughs> somehow. Uh, released nearly alongside Half-Life 2 as well, which didn't help matters. And in keeping with uh, with tradition here, this the development cycle for Bloodlines 2 has been fucked up as well. Um, so like back in 2020, the um, Chris, uh, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing his name right, uh, Avalon, um, he's done a lot of RPGs over the years, but like shit came out about him uh, and sexual assault they let him go they fired another couple of people uh and didn't say why uh like the creative director and narrative designer um the senior narrative designer left then the uh they, they ditched the developer um hard suit completely um uh, at the start of this year uh and it's got loads of um delays uh, and then it's there. There was an interview um, uh, with a, a Swedish website, uh, Placera, um, in, in which the the CEO Frederick uh, Wester said that this game was very close to being scrapped at the start of this year. Um, and it was just like it, the, there was a a pitch made that was persuasive enough to to keep going. Um, which is, uh, <laughs> I, I want to play this game. Um, 
because they, I, I love the first one. It is broken as fuck, but it's um, really good. First person uh, vampire RPG uh, powers and all, and it's um, hmm. did some really cool stuff. Um, it just never got finished properly, um, and this one's having a having a time of it as well. Like even like now, Paradox is being sort of it's the newest publisher to be looked at. Is like yeah, there's you know a culture of bullying and discrimination here. Um, oh jeez, there's in, inappropriate behavior. Um, even that guy, the CEO, um. He probably admitted to the stuff he did with uh, with a, an employee or inappropriate behavior with an employee, um, and he, the, which he apologized for and went through HR process, which I guess is better than that we've seen other places. But still, it's um, mm. yeah, it's it's not a great look uh, for the company altogether because like half of the employees uh, said they were experiencing mistreatment. Uh, oh, Jesus. They said they've uh, hired external uh, independent auditors to, to go look at the company culture. Um, yeah, I hope this game still comes out. <laughs> it's been... It's, can but hope. It's been in the works for for a while. Uh, for not... To, for 2019, um, for not to get something... At the end of it, uh, well, 2019 is when it was announced. Um, ah, it's probably been uh, a couple it, years before. It's because it's a sequel. I thought I'd never see, never ever. Ah, and then to have a like, ah, oh, we're gonna make this, and you're like, what the fuck? And they're like, no, we're not. <laughs> oh, you, you're like, fuck sake, <laughs> why'd you even bother? Um, uh, so some Sony antics, why not? Uh. So you, you know the way that on the PlayStation Five these plates on the side can come off if you struggle really hard. Yes, if you uh, struggle really hard. I know. If you try to take yours off, never. I, I haven't. Yeah. Now, if you ever want to expand that uh, memory, you have to take them off. Aye. So that'll be fun. Um, but obviously, since they come off, I mean, you can bra- you can replace them with other ones. Um. Back in February, um, a company called Dbrand uh, launched a, a a replacement plate called Dark Plates. Um, but the uh, <laughs> maybe in the way they did it probably wasn't advisable. I gotta read out some of this shit because oh, Jesus. Yep. <laughs> With the release of Dark Place, the unthinkable has happened. We've taken Sony's monumental achievement in bad design and fixed it. We can only assume that our prizes are in the mail. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> it's like, uh, you just start throwing shade off the bat. Uh, when you look at the microscope texture inside Dark Place, what do you see? Uh, totally legal. So I will say this the uh, plates on the original PlayStation, or the PlayStation 5 have it, it's like a tiny wee pattern of the circles x triangle squares just just all higgledy piggledy in there and they're tiny uh you have to look really close to see it uh so they have uh on theirs is uh radiation signs a, a wee robot head uh illuminati pyramid and a skull and crossbones um so that when they when they say, uh, you know, what do you see? Totally legal. That's what they're um, 
referring to there. If your answer is a familiar but legally distinct apocalyptic spin on the classic PlayStation button shapes, you might be one of our lawyers. Go ahead and sue us. It's like, so guess mm. what happens to you? Uh, I wonder what happened. Yeah, so Sony sent them a letter saying, uh, stop it or we'll sue. Uh. <laughs> so they they stopped. <laughs> yep, uh, that that's just the thing that gets me, right? <clears throat> Now, obviously what they're doing, to me, it is perfectly legal. Yeah. And if they hadn't acted like that, I don't think Sony would have given too much of a shit. Because there are people out there who are doing these type of things. You see people yeah. with black PS5s and orange PS5s and, you know, whatever they've ever decided to do. But it was these guys just coming out with this big, Billy Big Balls fucking, you know, worst class, we're going to make fun and be amazing. Oh, I dare you to sue us. And I guarantee Sony's lawyers were all, hey, uh, these guys have been on social media about something. What are they at? Uh, I, that's not right. Hey, sue them. It's... Yeah, and I, then they went, oh, fuck. I can go on Amazon <laughs> right now and buy black uh, black plates. Yeah. And the uh, company that's made them has probably just kept its wee head down going, hey, we've got black plates. Do you want them? Yeah. And this is just a plain matte black thing. Um, yep. Yeah, it's, it's kind of... I, I, I'm split over what I think is because I think they're 100% in the right. Uh, Sony are being mm-hmm. absolute dicks here. Um, and, mm-hmm. and there's no there's no call for, um, uh, like, infringement there. Like, you do not own the vague shape of a triangle. <laughs> nope. Like, you just don't. Um, and, but at the same time, it's like, D brand, you had to be your wee fucking cringy ass internet humor bullshit, and now look what happened. We edge lords. We fucking edge lords. That's all you are, <laughs> and you kind of got what you deserved, but also fuck yeah. off, Sony. <laughs> <laughs> it's like so that's where I am. one evil versus another. <laughs> it's a heel versus heel match. If you, force, you for? if you force me to pick a side, I'll come down on the side of Dbrand because, like, yeah, that's just a big ass company being dicks with their very expensive lawyers. Um, but uh, yeah, they kind of get with it. Like, they literally <laughs> asked that. If you think about it, they literally asked for it. Yeah, why would you say that unless so, you were you had a plan? If they did. Yeah, you'd have thought, all oh, right, we'll we'll try and get them to go them into suits so we can do I something. Definitely think that went to court. That they went through it, they would win. I think they would win mm-hmm. because they'd be like, uh, "What's Sony going to say?" It's like, "Oh, well, th- that kind of looks like the buttons," and and you'd be like, "Your buttons are literally fucking play school shapes." <laughs> what mm-hmm. the fuck are you talking about? Are you trying to say you invented a circle? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so it's um, I not say um, yeah. Let's. Uh, I, I heard you've been playing uh, hot new game days X. <laughs> yeah, I'm 21 years late to the party. Fuck. Um, I know. 21 years, but uh, no, I have been I've been playing through DSX, but I've been playing it through with a difference, because um, when DSX was first being made, uh, and obviously when it was first released, it was highly praised because of its customization and everything else to do with the, the character, 
Um, but originally they were supposed to be able to let you choose between playing male or female when it came to JC. Mm. Obviously, due to hardware limitations and things like that, it ended up being dropped. And hence, we ended up getting the big square ahead of JC we all know and love to this day. Um, but these fans have went out and created this mod called the Lady Denton mod. And at first I thought, oh, it's just, you know, playing as a woman. But no, they have literally re-recorded all of JC's lines. So that's like 1,700 lines. And the girl they got to do the voice acting nails it. Like, she literally delivers the lines exactly like JC. So it is so cool hearing just a woman talk like JC. Yeah. So she's just a JC. But even the wee subtle things, though, so, uh, like if you're talking to certain people in the game, like if you're talking to kids or something, they always call you, hey, mister. But with the mod, they've managed to, I don't know if it's something to do with software or something, but it's always like ma'am or miss. So just even wee things like that help you sort of stay in <clears> the, I'm playing as a woman this time. Do you, maybe there, there but, might, have, might have been a bit of that left on in the game files? No, because uh, you oh, can right. tell what they've done with some people is obviously Mister. Yeah, they they very quickly cut off the tur, so it's Miss, but they said uh, very fast. <laughs> right. Right. Okay. <laughs> but um, <laughs> you know, there there was wee things made somewhere, but they may have had maybe the same voice actor on a different character use the word "ma'am" at some point. Mm-hmm. So they'll have brought that over to this character because it's the same voice actor or something. So. But then they've went and took it a wee step further, which is pretty cool. They've added in completely new NPCs as well, which are voiced by, obviously, people that done the mod. But they're they're done really, really well. Like, the first time it happened, I was sort of looking, going, wait, were you guys always in the game? Was this, were you always here? I, I, you know, they start talking to you, but they're literally talking about being Paul Denton's sister and all. I was like, oh, wait these guys are new then because obviously this is all new and all the rest of it, but it's, it's mm. very cool the way it's done. And then obviously there's a bit uh, later on that you're in a, a bar and from the other side of the bar, this guy started like shouting over, Hey baby, what you got under that trench coat? So I went over and <laughs> shot him. <laughs> I said, oh, don't you fuck with me. I'm JC Dutton. But yeah, it's, it's cool. things like that, that they've added into the game. And then there's uh, certain characters react to you differently. Uh, so there's like a bar woman in one of the, the levels and when mm. you're JC she, you know, she's very uh, very open to you because JC's meant to be a very handsome guy but in this mod she doesn't really give a shit you're mm. just another woman in the bar and it's like oh that's fucking cool yeah, as soon as and then there's a, obviously a famous thing uh, where you're going into the nightclub uh, there's like a woman who, if you help her sneak into the nightclub or you pay her way in she gives you information to sneak into the back and meet the triad leaders because you're playing as a woman she doesn't even look at you or pay attention to you you're like oh how am I getting in the back now <laughs> oh shit I have to sneak in the back <laughs> so yeah but then obviously one of the nightclub bouncers takes sweet on you and then you sort of use him to get in the back, and you're like, oh, that's cool. They've got the same mission, but they've just changed who you talk to now. So a lot of work went into this mod. Yeah, so it actually uh... kind of feels... You obviously still know you're playing DSX, 
but certain wee things just make you go, oh, that's cool, that's new, oh, that's cool, that's new. So after 21 years, we finally get to play as a female JC. Yeah, it's, that's really cool. Mm. I, I really enjoyed As soon as I read about it, it was all, oh, that's pretty cool. But then I realized how much went into it. So I downloaded it and fired it in. And even my old wee fucking held together by sellotape laptop can handle it. Somehow. <laughs> Somehow. <laughs> Just about. Uh, all right, so that's, that's about everything we have... For games, I just closed the goddamn window um, with all the wrestling stuff on it. Um, Oops. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so this this week it was a weird one because we had yeah. Rampage first. Mm-hmm. Um because Dynamite was on Saturday for reasons. And it was that, a big rampage. Yeah, so this was a, a weird one. Um, I think uh, uh, Tony was a wee bit drunk. Um, <laughs> drunk with fire. Nah, alcohol. <laughs> he started slabbering about, uh, you know... <laughs> Taking on SmackDown and that, but anyway, uh, what happened is is we get an extra hour of Rampage. We get a Rampage buy-in show on YouTube um, mm-hmm. before Rampage, which I nearly missed because I thought it was just going to be like a talking head show, building up the matches on Rampage. Mm. So thank you for letting me know that there was matches on it. Yeah, um, and damn good ones. I like Jesus. Well, uh, get to that very shortly uh yeah so we we open up with um tay conti uh versus santana card to have you know decently match there um yep very kicky very <laughs> kicky it is tay conti um mm. uh, that's a, a grand opening uh we then we get uh, bobby fish and lee moriarty I really like Lee Moriarty. This is a really technical match. So if you like yep, technical wrestling, match. lots of holds, lots of strikes from Bobby Fish. Um, yeah, do really, really well here. Um, and that I think Lee Moriarty was a really good signing. Because um, yep. he, he is. He's going to be a big deal. And as is Bobby Fish. Uh, like, sorry, oh, I obviously a guy, you know, near the end of his Career maybe, but I don't know what age is he. Uh, Fish is what? Well, I think they're saying Fish is tw- uh, 19, 20 year career at the minute. I think he can't be much so I'm old. Assuming he's been in his late thirties. Um, maybe early forties. I'm just you know someone who's been wrestling that long, that and it's just me doing the maths. No, no, I'm not saying he's old, but he's definitely he's uh, he's forty. You wouldn't call him an up and comer. He's forty-four. Um, no, definitely he's he's uh, he's no wee young Billy Goldberg. Guy. He's probably he's probably not going to be winning uh, winning the AW title. Let's just say, no. but but he can still like go in there and put on a great match. Uh, Bobby Fish wins this one. Um, excellent match. Excellent match, and that's for make him heat him up for something that we'll see later, uh, and then. Mm. 
the last match on the pre-show. Jesus <laughs> Christ, Daniel, uh, Daniel, Brian Danielson. Everyone does this. Er, da, da, yep, uh, yep. <laughs> Minoru versus Minoru Suzuki. Um, fucking hell. Talk about two boys beating the shit out of each other. I honestly thought Danielson was KO'd at one point. Oh, uh, is that when they, they started doing the trading elbows? Uh, oh, my and he God. Just hey. drops one of Suzuki's. Um, Suzuki's. He sold the shit out of it, but uh, it, I actually rewinded it about three times. I was all wait that he just straight up club him in the fucking face. Uh, the, that's. Uh, Part of what makes Danielson so good is mm. he sells like no one else. Say, eh? um, like if he, if he's got you <laughs> like actually worrying if he's hurt, um, you know he's doing a good job. Um, I love the bar as well. Like it just makes Suzuki like you can imagine Suzuki hasn't won a match in AEW, but he looks like a badass every time. It's probably Aye. like Danielson kicks him and he just smiles at him. I. An absolute I love the bit. You know when he was sort of sort of sitting on the, the ring and Danielson keeps kicking him and he sort of falls back a wee bit, but he won't let himself hit the mat and he keeps pulling himself forward and just looks like a fucking lunatic. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Um, and this this actually with the uh, Danielson, you know getting the shit beat out of him, but like just mm-hmm. keep going and going and going. Um just Danielson won't stay down no matter how much Suzuki beats the shit out of him. Um, and eventually he gets the uh, the flying knee mm. um, and is able to pin him. Uh, it's like, this this match was on YouTube. Yep. Didn't, didn't and as Taz said, if you weren't <laughs> watching YouTube and instead you were watching TV, you were an idiot. Yeah, so this, is, <laughs> this part was overlapping with uh, SmackDown. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what he was referring to there. Uh, Amazing. Taz does not hold back. He will if you want someone to take shots at AEW, Taz, or not take shots at WWE. Taz will do it. Yep, he has no qualms. Um, but you could tell the two, or you could tell all three of the commentators were genuinely just marking out for this match. Like Ricky Starks was genuinely losing it at one point. Yeah. He couldn't believe what he was seeing. This this is one <laughs> him of, meant to be sort of heelish and all, but he was loving it. This is one of those ones where it's like this is this would never happen. This this could never happen, and now here it is mm. happening. Um, Dream match. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so right, we get into the proper show now. Um, first up, we have CM Punk versus Matt Seidel. Um, <laughs> what a way to follow that like <laughs> but this was this was a no great match exactly. oh that's what i mean that's what oh, i mean right, right, right. so if you if you were watching this all in one big go right you'd be thinking jesus how do you follow that match and then punk and fucking sidel come out and put on another fucking clinic <laughs> yeah this was an all great uh technical match um i like matt sidel has really adjusted his style well as he's got right. older Obviously, Kent can't, can't uh, he still does plenty of flips and shit, but he's not, yep. not, not as young as he used to be um, and does a, a lot but more. But I think he's definitely a bit more sort of upper body sort of sized as well when yeah. he used to do all the flippy stuff. So yeah. maybe he just can't flip the way he did because he's got more size now. He still does that standing weird corkscrew thing, which is impressive oh, yeah. looking. Yeah. Um, 
I know that's one of the things that Will Ospreay, you know, famously put it as put on a lot of weight to become a heavyweight, and he can't do corkscrews anymore. And he used to mm. he used to be called the aerial assassin because he was fucking jumping all over the place. Just doesn't do that anymore. Um, Matt Sedell, you still get a, a wee bit, but um, a lot of technical, a lot of submission from him. Uh, really smooth submission, mm-hmm. um, and and Punk as well. Uh, the, his since coming back, his uh, whole philosophy seems to be, you know, doing the very technical, very old school style, and 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 it's working mm. for him. It really, really is. It really is. I like how he's mixing up with the the tights and the trunks. Yeah, just better both. That's pretty Why cool. Not? Um, really cool, great macho. Really cool transition into the GTS here, where Seidel uh, <laughs> goes for a crucifix. Mm-hmm. Uh, Punk just shrugs him up on his shoulders and gives him. They have in the notes here. Seidel was searching for a shooting star press, but Punk sensed it. Punk caught Seidel. <gasps> no, he wasn't. <laughs> That's not what. Did- right, the shooting star press part happened. Yes, he get like he went for it, and Punk got up and knocked him off the thing. But the GTS lead up was a crucifix. Oh yeah, well, well who was saying that he was trying to go for the AEW? <laughs> We're watching oh, their own God. fucking match. Uh, but yeah, yeah, crucifix. Uh, so uh, I think everyone, with the exception of Hobbs, he's done something like that where someone's trying something and he's he's reversed it into uh, uh, mm-hmm. a GTS. Probably like just because of Hobbs' style, he's not going to be climbing around your back or anything. He's no. <laughs> Um, so trying to respect at the end too um, I think the, those two are old friends from back in their WWE yeah. days um, next up we have Ruby So and the Bunny uh, sort of just this is a good match it, it was a good match um, the fucking Bunny had this mad flurry of offense where I actually thought oh shit she's going to win so she's doing her like sliding fucking elbow. I love the way she does that mm. into the corner. Um, yep. Yeah. Uh, the Ruby takes a beating in this one. Um, yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's pretty much old bunny, but I I find that's kind of what Ruby's matches have been, or her doing a lot of selling, and then the you get the uh, the no future out of nowhere, um, mm. which allows her to to win the the match that. Doesn't happen in this match, though. Um, no. Nope. But she uh, gets the bunny in a, a backslide uh, into a pin. But then afterwards, we get Penelope Ford um, and the Brass Nooks come into play again. Uh, heating shit up for this tournament, I guess. Mm-hmm. That's where we're going here. Um, and our main event. Dear Jesus. <laughs> I thought this main event was excellent, though. Did you... Uh, I really enjoyed uh, it. Right, the, so part of it were good. So we had the inner circle, um, which is well, Chris Jericho, Jake Hager, and and Sammy um, versus the man of the year, Ethan Page, Scorpio Sky, and former Junior heavy, he, former heavyweight UFC champion Junior Dos Santos with Jorge Masvidal and Dan Lambert at ringside. Mm-hmm. So at first I will say like see when Sammy's in the ring, which he got yes. he was in there, fucking amazing. He like he just mm-hmm. stood out so so well. But well, two, I thought that's what this match was about. It's it, it was he got his moment and he looked like an like an absolute killer. He looked like a superstar. But 
too much of this match was Junior Dos Santos not knowing how to throw work punches. Yeah. Uh, I was I was saying, I was like, you better watch out. The Dark Order's going to fucking dispose of him with punches like that. <laughs> like, really bad. They're really bad. Like, yep. fucking. You can tell when someone has been throwing real punches for a living. And then the first time they're doing it, they're sort of like, I don't want to break this guy's head. Yeah, yeah. I, I get yeah, that, I can, but yes. don't, don't have it on TV, maybe? I don't know. That's what I was thinking. He's, it, they should make sure he is prepped before this fucking shit yeah. happened. It's like because that's thing. You look at Ethan Page, you look at Scorpio Sky beating down, you know, Jericho. They look like they're throwing punches. Yeah. And then the Santos looks like he's sort of tapping them on the head. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's tons of guys that have done both that could show him how yes. how 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 to do it, what, what the difference is, but like some Ethan of the Page stuff... has done both, he yeah. could definitely show. Um, Scorpio Sky as well, you have Jake Hager there. Yep. yep. Like, CM Punk, I know he didn't do very well, but like, still did He's the training, it. he knows how to, the difference between throwing a real punch and a fake punch. Um, mm. But they had, some of them were like, it doesn't even look like you're trying to punch, it looks like you're gently stroking his face. Yeah. Stop. But <laughs> as, as bad as he was, though, I just enjoyed all the madness of this match. There was a lot of gaga, <laughs> as they say. Um, yep. We 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 get uh, some interference from Dan Lambert himself slapping Jericho across the face. <laughs> um, we get Paige Van Zandt again coming out to distract the, the referee, uh, which allows Jorge Masvidal to do his running knee on Jericho, and then Paige uh, pins for the win, giving America top team the victory. Uh, and yeah, this ain't over. Nope. And that's Rampage. So on Dynamite, which was on Saturday night, Stay with us here. So we had CM Punk and commentary again, which is always great. Um, yep. And the opening match, we had Dante Martin, who signed his own death warrant, versus Malachi oh, Black. God. Malachi Black is AEW's Undertaker. I'm he is. I'm going to say it. He just has... He may he, not be as big, but just as... as I think just, he has more of a presence. Yeah, his presence. I, I, I'm not trying to... Now, let me just clear something up if you're actually genuinely listening to us, folks. I have been an Undertaker fan since I was a Wayne. I fucking love the Undertaker. I always will. I know he's had really shitty matches at the end of his <laughs> career and all. But I fucking love the Undertaker. But I'm telling you now, uh, Malachi Black has way more of a presence than Taker ever had. He does. I'm I sorry. It's, there's just something about that. He just looks... He doesn't. He doesn't have to try it's, and look mean. It, he just it, has this blankness about him. So the, like the, it doesn't matter to him. The Undertaker was always like, um, and the big, big guy. And I don't say very much, um, mm-hmm. because he couldn't, because he's mm. bad at it. And I'm not saying I think against Undertaker. He is one of the all-time greats and and did so much with what he had. The thing Malachi mm-hmm. Black has over him is the fact that this guy can talk. And he's mm. come across as really intelligent and creepy, and it just—that's what it is. It's, it's the intelligence factor. Yeah, yeah, it's just that the way, like you, you see, uh, a hanger was was on rampage. You see a promo where him 
telling the story, this like fairy tale story or, or folklore, and and tying that back to Dante Martin, um, mm. and it it just works so well. This match was was great as well because uh, the story they told there. So what's Dante known for? Fucking jumping about like a fucking maniac. Malachi goes straight yep. to work on that leg, and just shuts him down every time he tries to start doing. Um, it, he, I, every fucking time. Uh, it just went right back to the leg, um, which was... Did before the match even great. started, we don't, they, I don't know if this was genuine or not, but he just looked nervous and scared. Yeah, no, no. He I, just I think, had this uh, great wee look on his face. Uh, I think that's what he was going for. Um, well, I see that, like... Dante just can't get his offense going, uh, and eventually uh, Malachi gets that that heel kick. Uh, it was called Black Mass uh, in WWE. They don't seem to have a name for it here. Um, Not yet. And and then that's that that gives him the win. There's one moment we do have to discuss in this match. Yeah. Black had a submission on him. He had no reason to let go. Oh yeah, yeah. That that was uh, that confused me a bit as well. He grabbed his ribs. I have a funny feeling. I know what's going on. Okay, so Punk said during the, when he was doing that, is it is it something to do with the black mist? As like, are they are they like going that that much supernatural? Uh, what do you do, think it is? You listen to the podcast. Yeah, yeah. He wouldn't talk and- about the eye thing. Yeah, I reckon this Black Mist is actually something inside of him. Yeah, I think that's what Punk was hinting at as well. (laughs) Um, This is going to be awesome! And I know someone asked him about, like on the podcast, someone asked him about the the eye makeup and he wouldn't talk about it. Yep. Um, He says, I can't. Yeah. I I had a feeling it was going to be something like that, but it wasn't. It's not completely clear. Um, well, they. That's a, hey, just this a, was a this was a quick hint. That's just a testament to how good Punk is on on commentary. He just made that connection mm-hmm. straight away, um, and and called it out. Um, now maybe sometimes there's some connections he makes a bit too fast and calls out, but. <laughs> We'll talk about that. <laughs> oh my god, punk! I, I have it to. Was, that. I was like, to, to be fair, it was <laughs> fucking obvious. It, well, well, we thought it was Jesus. That crowd reaction. Oh, they we'll talk about that in a minute. They were in Miami, Florida man. <laughs> you don't, Florida man, don't know what's going on. Um, <laughs> that was amazing. Yes, this match was fantastic. So um, we. Oh, and then he nodded at the end. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say we show him a respect at the end. He just nods back to him. Uh, This is setting up the Leo Rush stuff because Leo Rush came out with Dante Martin. I think they're going to team up next, Mm -hmm. which is a good, good. uh, Leo Rush is really good, so that's a that's a good pairing. Um, And then uh, like that could lead to something like you know Leo Rush is going to be pulling Dante down a dark road, and uh, Darius Mm -hmm. will come back and save him. And that, that's perfect because we were all worried about like Darius is going to get left in the dust here because Dante's been such a big deal. But this is a really good mm. way of making Darius matter as soon as he come back if they do this. If he's there to save yep. his little brawler from Leo Rush. Um, so that, that should be good. Um, we get a Jurassic Express interview. <laughs> it doesn't go on for very long. They try to take the piss out of the uh, attempted powerbomb. 
uh, to which the young bucks. <laughs> and... it. That was hilarious. Jungle Boy, oh, oh, but we're all really lucky that Luchasaurus could still walk after that awful powerbomb. So the Super League come on in and do powerbomb Luchasaurus. Let's yep. see, we can do it. Um, yep. And then we have uh, Jericho um, and the Dark Order. Dark Order? No. The Inner Circle. <laughs> what? All come out. So Inner Circle's all back together again. Um, and everyone sings. And then Dan Lambert comes out with American Top Team in the middle of the year and calls everyone all sorts of things for not singing for them. Because uh, this is their... Well, like, this is where American Top Team is based. In, they're, in, yeah. <laughs> they're from Miami and they're getting fucking <laughs> booed out the building. Which, which That's is great. how good Dan Lambert is. Um... So so yeah, uh, Scorpio. They're all talking about like uh, the only person in go- way gold in that ring is Sammy, uh, and is Sammy gonna step up? Uh, Scorpio starts cutting uh, promo, which Sammy interrupts and says, "I'll kick all your asses." Uh, is that we're getting a five man? Is that a five five man tag team? And if so, who's gonna be the other two? If that is the case. Mm. American top team like is Sky and Paige going to have to carry three people that don't know what they're doing maybe or I'm trying to think is there anyone I can't is there anyone see, available right. so I, I can't free agent wise you can't have Jorge Masvidal he's an active MMA fighter there's a whole yep. thing the, what's his fucking mm-hmm, tits mm-hmm. blues his shit what do you call him? The guy in charge of UFC. Uh, Dana, Dana White. Aye. He'd have a shit attack. Um, Dos Santos is retired, isn't he? He's, um, yes. Who else? To, I don't know. They had that many guys there, so who fucking knows? I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't follow UFC, so I don't know a lot who any of these people are. So, you know, uh, we'll see. Um so next up, we have the, the AAA tag title match, and everyone's been wondering, who did um, Andrade El Idolo get to take on uh, the Lucha Bros to challenge for their AAA? And dear Jesus, he, he went to the fucking pound store and got some luchadors. <laughs> Las Superanas. The Super Frogs. Is that what the right? Yeah, the super frogs, bright green, full body <laughs> lucha suits, uh, and it's blatantly obvious straight away. <laughs> and it's FTR. <laughs> you, you can t- they're you absolutely can, massive. You can tell by their shape. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> they're not doing any lucha shit. Um, well, this was the one thing I loved. It was a uh, punk before he obviously went to the fucking town on it. He turned around the uh, Excalibur and all. Do you know these guys? <laughs> <laughs> And he said, that's clearly FTR. This is ridiculous. <laughs> he almost sounded insulted. It's good shit, though. That he, was hilarious. He's so good on commentary. Oh, that's it. Like, another point is on his commentary. Um, during that promo with uh, the Inner Circle, the America Top Team, uh, Jericho went off and Paige Van Zandt and said, I wouldn't touch you with your husband's genitals. And there was just like, quiet for a second of punks is, I think he would. <laughs> 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 
this fucking timing. There's an odd right. one for an hour match. I've got the that that really fucking just had me properly laughing. It broke me, but we'll get there in a second. So we have this match. It's not much of a match. There's a lot of fucking nonsense going on. Yep. Right, we got um, you know we got Tully outside being a fucking pain in the hole. We um, should we should point out that the Super Frogs do get unmasked. Yes. Yes. The crowd reaction is genuine, like, <gasps> and like, wait, what? How did? That's <laughs> again, punk on commentary is like, well, I guess Miami didn't. <laughs> like, everyone's genuinely surprised that they act surprised. You're like, come on, guys. And maybe it's di- maybe it's different watching on TV. You get a bit, way better look. Maybe uh, that's the way I can say. Um, it was amazing though, because Punk was all these guys are clearly the worst luchadors ever. They haven't done one flip. <laughs> Not wrong. Um, nope. Yeah, so the that all that sort of stuff was the main focus. That's not so much the match. Um, the FTR cheats. Uh, Phoenix mm-hmm. gets a triple A tag belt to the face. Uh, which allows FTR to pin. We have new AAA tag team titles. Um, yeah. And Dax Harwood shouts the greatest line of the match. What was After that? they win. <laughs> We're the greatest luchadors ever! It's <laughs> <laughs> like, that's amazing. <laughs> um, I, I'm oh. pretty sure Lucha Bros had those titles for over two years at this point. So. I think it was something. Uh, they've had them since they got them back at all out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, a uh, decent run. Mm-hmm. Um, we have an interview with Dante Martin, Leah Rush, which I alluded to earlier, um, where, you know, Leo uh, announces himself as Dante's new tag partner. Um, uh, I thought Leo was genuinely retired because of injury. He, no, he did retire, and it was more of a mental health issues. All right, okay, okay. Um, but they got him back. Uh, so, uh, this next match sort of makes me sad. I know why it was done, but why Why do you do it? Why, why, why do it to him? Um, oh, aye, aye. Oh, Christ. So, Moxley versus Wheeler Uter. Uter? Uter? Um, <laughs> fuck, it's just a squash match. There's no other way of saying yep. it. Um, Moxley just comes straight out fucking... Uh, paradigm shift and you're done. Um, Orange Cassie at ringside looking none too impressed by the whole thing. No, he um, was not happy. Uh, yeah, right. I get what you're doing here. Moxie's going to mm. be in the tournament. He's getting frustrated. We need to show that. Um, and I guess, yeah, have him do this on promising young talent that people like, I guess. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, it is what it is. Per Wheeler. They're going to have fun with that in BT. Per Wheeler. And <laughs> <laughs> um, we get uh, Serena Deeb. Um, Tony asked, why, why are you being a bastard? Um, to which she tries to reply, but then her <laughs> Karashita jumps in and starts beating the shit out of her. And they both fight for a while, and then that's it. Tony Schiavone was stirring some shit that night. Everywhere he was, people were being attacked. Uh, you have to at some point say maybe Tony's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> That's a punk point that I <laughs> you're, you're safer in the seat than you are backstage. 
next we have trios uh dark order uh versus adam cole and the young bucks uh this was excellent hi getting accustomed to these trios matches with the young bucks uh and adam cole Mm -hmm. versus whoever the fuck you want to throw at them because it'll be a brilliant match whoever it is um usual like what we usually say about these like of fucking tag rules out the window let's just go hell for the other and do some uh crazy shit um all right that's at the end so don't talk about that yet um and that's what i like some awesome fucking sequences here the 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 sock the the like evil uno pulling (laughs) off nick jackson's sock uh, his shoe is sock, and he puts the sock on his hand and does the mandible claw. <laughs> it's like, I got... The I got crowd a lost their Serious shit. Popeye. Yeah, JR was popping as well. Um, yeah, the, the, we got the, the, the Dark Order's fucking patent. Here, we're going to hit you with 10 million moves in a row. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> um, but yeah, we, yeah, we end up um, getting a bunch of super kicks on Reynolds, uh, a Panama sunrise and uh, a BTE trigger and then a running knee. I like how you, like the super click will do like 15 finishers to you. Um, yep. <laughs> makes, there, is, there is something I wanted to quickly mention though. So we all know that the young bucks love to do that thing where they run back and forward and then kiss Adam Cole. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that part. Of, <laughs> that was pretty funny. Yeah. It wasn't Adam. It wasn't the Bucks this week. <laughs> Johnny Hungy and fucking uh, Reynolds, and it was amazing though because he sort of enjoyed it for a wee second. Then he slowly turns his head each side and gets all annoyed. <laughs> oh, they tried a, a powerball uh, again as well on John That's Silver, right. and the rabbi got out of it. So afterwards, um, we we have. Uh, Jungle Boy comes out with a steel chair because, uh, as usual, super quick, they're not going to stop just because the match is over. Um, yep. And then uh, Brandon Cutler. <laughs> Try to, tried to, oh, tried to spray the chair with his cold spray. Didn't work. <laughs> he got wheeled with a chair. Hey. And then got snare trapped for about half an hour. They didn't even help him. That'll be... Nope, they they left him to die. Uh, next we have more of the fucking Han Anderson, Cody Rhodes, whatever the fuck. Hi. Um, yeah, so they pull up to the the Rhodes Wrestling Academy. Uh, you got big shoddy Brock Anderson, um, Kling Kling, Red Velvet, Red Velvet, all there giving Cody shit for not showing up. And then they beat the fuck out of him. And then uh, mm. bars like Malachi Black has it coming. You're like, uh-huh. no, leave Malachi Black alone. He beat you twice. Clean, fucking clean. Yep. Fuck off. Uh, we're gonna. Uh, well, it has been announced. We're getting the third match. Yep. And Cody's um, gonna get booed out of the building. Cody, I don't think's gonna win clean. Uh. You think so? They, be, they are actually going to turn him heel? Yeah, I think there's going to be shenanigans. 
because I don't and like. And Arnold will be like, it doesn't matter. I didn't like when they did this with Jericho as well against MJF. Like, yes, Jericho is the face, mm-hmm. but you can't just be like, oh, it's not over till I win one. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's like that I guy don't beat think you. Cody's going to finish this match a good guy. It's it's even worse because Cody's been beat clean twice. Yeah, at least MJF mm-hmm. cheated. Like Cody's mm-hmm. like just Malachi. Here's my thing. I, I have a funny feeling that Cody can't beat Malachi unless he cheats, and that's what Arn Anderson's going to start yeah. instilling into him. Uh, I'm all up for that. He did show. Yep. Uh, yeah. Um, he. Oh right, actually, you're right because he showed a picture of him getting forked in the face by, by his dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, say, and he said, "I had it coming." And then he says, "Malachi Black mm. has it coming." Um, so yeah, he's yeah, yeah. You're probably right. Um, yeah. So next we have MGF coming out. Um, <laughs> CM Punk. You know, I know there's not a match because Warlow's not with him. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, he goes on by Darby not showing up for their match because the uh, well. The mass men, who we don't know who they are, but they should have. Um, see, Miami is no excuse. They got practice of recognizing uh, <laughs> recognizing FTR in masks the previous week as well. Yep. So you shouldn't. <laughs> um, yeah, the X all shocked. Um, and then. Uh, I love Shivani, just kept talking over the top of him, though. Shivani hits him. <laughs> Yeah, and then uh, the Wardlow does come out, um, bring yes. brings uh, Bryce Ransberg out. Um, MGF makes him count to ten and declare him the winner. Uh, then Sting comes out and does the Sting stuff. God damn it, Wardlow should have just tore his fucking head off. I could have, except MGF pushed him into him. Yeah, I guess that's into the bat. I guess that's it's it definitely is not as bad as what Sting's been doing the past couple of weeks of just mm. like, fucking wrecking guys after a match for no reason. Yep. But what has to happen? And I'm a huge Sting fan and all, but Wardlow has to eat Sting now. He does. Wardlow should and I mean rip him to shreds. Destroy. Of course. <laughs> Keep it safe, like don't I, don't, the, the, don't Seth Rollins a guy. Yeah. Oh, I keep. Oh, yeah. Well, we're talking <laughs> Wardlow, like uh, Wardlow knows what he's doing. Um, but the idea is obviously this is MJF trying to mentally attack uh, Darby, so you beat the shit out of Darby's mentor, the yep. one person Darby yep. sort of looks up to. Yep, definitely. Um, then we have uh, Tony Schiavone backstage again. <laughs> With Anna J. Uh, Britt Baker interrupts, uh, calls the Dark Order losers, calls Anna J losers, and it all goes tits up from there. <laughs> it all goes Shivani. That's what I'm calling it from now on. <laughs> Everything goes Shivani. Um, <laughs> and we have, we have a match made for next week, uh, Anna J versus Britt Baker. Uh, in an, is it non title match? I assume. I think it is. That's weird again. It's like. They don't usually do... I bet Anna J is not ranked. Yeah, but I guess it's the so. Excalibur does say it's a grudge match, so um, mm. there's a reason for the champion to take that match. Normally, you'd be a bit worried with Britt being up against such a new uh, wrestler, but 
Anna Jay's so good. I think this match will be quite good. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. I think the two of them have always had good opponents as well. Um, mm. In any of their, their big matches, so it's it remains to be to be seen. The I think Brett Baker's biggest test is going to be Jade if that happens, who is yeah, number one 100%. contender. So, um, so next up we got a women's match: uh, Kiara Hogan on Dynamite, moving up, mm. right? uh, up against the uh, uh, super bad girl Penelope Ford, who comes out with the bunny. Um, this is the CM Punk says here. <laughs> it's like he's like, what way does he feel? Ah, any relation? I, I, he says something else for me. Is any relation? There's just this big silence, and then they just start naming a bunch of people called Hogan, and just don't say the yep. obvious one. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, Paul I, I was it? They said Paul Hogan. Uh, I could not. Hogan's heroes. Uh, I was like, oh, it was amazing, punk, you fucking maniac. <laughs> um, I right, I'm gonna be honest. Like, uh, Kiara Hogan's really good. She really, really yes. is, and she looks good in this match. I, I don't like Penelope Ford. I, I think Penelope was doing really well at one stage, I, and I, then she just seems to have. I think she's took, bad. Right? Steps Did backwards. you notice the 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 parts where like? She was standing in the ring, and Kira Hogan was like literally moving her arms around to get her into position. It's like no, like this yes. over here, and it's like Jesus Christ, what are you doing? Uh, and it's a hundred percent Penelope Ford's fault. Yes, yeah. I don't, I don't get it though. Cause you look at um, like double or nothing last year. Penelope Ford had an amazing match with uh, was it Statlander or she? I know she had this incredible match. I remember going, Jesus, she's doing really well. She's she's getting up there, and even all the commentators and all at that stage were like, Ah, oh, she's definitely come along really well. I think she's definitely the woman who's come along the furthest. Mm. But geez, I don't know. These last six months, I completely agree, man. She's kind of taken steps backwards. There's something about like uh, it's hard. To, I, I don't like giving people like shit for in ring stuff because what the fuck do I know but there's something really like lackadaisical about the way she comes across when she's doing stuff I, mm. I, I don't know it's just it's not for me <laughs> I, I think there's mm. there's there's better people on, on the roster that could be in, in that mm-hmm. spot um, and and yeah Penelope just isn't isn't doing it for me in the ring like it's it didn't feel like she was at Kira's level at all. No, no. And Kira's only wrestling uh, three years, I think. Yeah, yeah. She's really good. Uh, right, so we have another Shivani interview. Uh, <laughs> let's hope that... Right, this one's in the ring this time, so it's safe. Ah, yes. Um, the interview. It's Hangman Adam Page coming out to, to talk about his, his uh, upcoming title match against Kenny Omega at full gear. Um, he brings up Ring of Honor, New Japan. When he left, uh, he believed they changed the world. Uh, he says he thinks it changed us. Um, he said he'd be the first world uh, AEW world champion, and he lost. He failed. He lost to Pac. Um he lost his friends, um, and then he says the one thing he didn't lose was the people chanting cowboy shit every week. Um, 
And then it says, cowboy shit was about me making you friends, put my neck in the line. Um, and when you get off, or when you fall off, you get back on and keep riding. To me, that's cowboy shit. And it goes on to say, a full gear, I'll give you my heart, my soul, my blood, my sweat. And I'm 100% sure, at full gear, I will give you cowboy shit. Um, fucking really good promo, man. Mm-hmm. So good. Um, all right, uh, like... To me, that's that's your build-up done for that main event. Just, uh, just we're ready. Let's go. To, like everyone's so ready to see this. If he loses, there's going to be a riot. Oh, um, I know. But like, there's. It's just that that's that long, slow. Let, this is two years. This is two years of build, and he just yep. referenced it all in that promo and just brought it all back, yep. and brought it all together perfectly. Such a good fucking promo. He is, he is a star. Mm-hmm. Uh, 100%. Although I do look forward to hearing Kenny Omega's retort next week. Because <laughs> you know that's going to be so good. Anyway, I, I have no doubt. I have no doubt. Um, wonder will they do contract signings and shit? Someone will have to go through it. <laughs> It'll all go Shivani. <laughs> Uh, so main event, uh, we have the American Dragon, Brian Danielson, versus a Red Dragon, Bobby hmm. Fish. Um, so two very similar styles here, I would These say. These two men must have been knackered, though. I, I think they were pretty Because they were on they'd Rampage be, the day before. Uh, they'd be very familiar with each other, I think, though, from... Uh, mm. from Indies, Ring of Honor and that. Uh, a lot of kicking on this, as you'd expect. Uh, yep. Like I said, two very uh, similar styles, lots of submissions, uh, suplexes and kicks. Um, it was, it, this was really good. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, you, you wouldn't think this is two guys in their 40s too, uh, as you said, <laughs> wrestling back to back. Uh, we get to see that uh Beautiful avalanche falcon arrow from Fish. Um, I really oh, like that. So good. And, and then he turns it into an e bar. Um, and then <laughs> and then Danielson grabs his other leg, and we got double fucking knee bars <laughs> happening. Yep. Um, and then so this is a thing I think Danielson did on the Indies before, but you notice like he he taps Fish out with a heel look. Um. Mm. There's a hell of a torque on it, though. Well, yeah. it looked like a hell of a torque. Which isn't his normal finisher. Like, well, you wouldn't think it's his finisher, but that, I think that was Brian Danielson's thing. Is like, he he will beat you with whatever the fuck he wants because he knows mm-hmm. that many different ways to, to tap you out. Um, <clears throat> yeah, fucking another fantastic uh, match from, from Brian. Um, I, Bobby Fish has definitely proven his worth as, as well so far in mm-hmm. his, his short time. Is there. he signed? Yes, he is. Oh, that's he, good. That's he good. is all elite. Um, uh, you wouldn't expect anything anything less from, from these two, really. No. Um, and then, finally, we get the tournament. <laughs> the... Uh, Let's see how I'm fighting this here. Uh, uh, da, 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 da. Give me a second. Oh, we forgot about Miro's promo. Oh, fuck yeah. You, you do oh, that. Oh, he's not happy. You do that while I look. Right, while you fit. So basically Miro's on screen and he's, he's 
I think he's talking to God, obviously. You know, why is he forsaken him? Why he, he give him all the chance, or he give him all the praised his name and you know, always give his you know, his 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 blessings before his matches and because he's lost his belt, he can't go home to his wife now. So Miro is he's annoyed because he says he give me a bonnet a body of granite but a neck of sand. Is this a joke to you? And after when I was watching this go, this is fucking amazing. And then he goes, uh, I, will, sir. I will I will continue to hurt until I am your favorite champion once again. And you're like, oh Jesus. And yeah. then when he becomes champion, then he can return home to her. <laughs> it was so very, like, oh, very, that's so good. Very good promo um, from him. Uh, it's 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 the kind of promo he's just good at. Um, and, and this one was shot really well. Well, like the the light and stuff and the, him in the yep. dark and all. Yeah, it's cool. Ah, right. So this tournament. Um, so we have our bracket set up. It's an eight man tournament. Uh, so. Mm-hmm. First, we have Dark Orders 10 jo- uh, versus John Moxie. Um, oh, dear. 10, you might be the sunny kiss of this one. Um, <laughs> Orange Cassidy versus Pyrohouse Hobbs. Uh, on the oh. other side of the bracket, we have Dustin Rhodes versus Brian Danielson. Odd one there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lance Archer versus Eddie Kingston. Oh, Jesus. Uh, and that's your bracket. Now... Here's my prediction of the whole thing, mm-hmm. start to finish. John Moxley completely squashes 10. Mm-hmm. Orange Cassidy beats Powerhouse Hobbs. Mm-hmm. Then we have Moxley versus Cassidy, which was why we had the whole squash and mm-hmm. uh, Wheeler Yuta. Um, on the other end, Brian Danielson beats Dustin Rhodes all day, yes. every day. Lance Archer beats Eddie Kingston. Mm-hmm. Because then you have Lance Archer versus Brian Danielson because Brian Danielson just beat Lance Archer's buddy. Mm-hmm. Um, Brian Danielson will beat Lance Archer. We'll have Moxie beat Orange Cassidy, which will be get him almost over the line to be in a full-on heel. And then we'll have Moxie beating Brian Danielson, which will be his full-on heel turn. Moxie wins. Yep. And will be a challenger, mega fucking heel Moxie uh, against Hangman Adam Page at some point. That is what I'm mm. thinking. That's that's well thought out. I'm I'm sort of on board with you nearly all the way. Oh. I was thinking it'll be Eddie makes it to the final. Right. Someone will fuck with Danielson. Setting him up. Yeah, for, Danielson uh, will f- not setting him up with a feud with somebody. Yeah. And you know, Eddie and John have been buddies and all. And Eddie'll try and be sort of friendly with this match. And Mox will be a wanker. <laughs> so you have Mox turn on an old friend. That's that's another good way to to get John Mox to be the heel. Although like come full circle there. It used to be Eddie being heel on Mox, mm-hmm. and then now it's the other way around. Or I have one more crazy idea. What? Sting just beats everybody. Before, <laughs> well, there could be that, Jesus. Before Danielson makes it to the ring, he gets attacked by an unknown assailant and someone has to replace him. Do you know who the and unknown is? Dan Housen. Oh, fuck. 
<laughs> Dan Housen wins the whole thing. <laughs> wins the whole thing. And then becomes best friends with Pepsi Man. <laughs> I thought he was already best friends with Pepsi Man. <laughs> well, so he, so he, he thinks he is. I don't know if Pepsi Man was. <laughs> oh dear. But no, I think you might be right, actually. That would make kind of more sense. Um... Yeah, I, I, I can, like what you're saying as well does, does make sense as well. It's it's just that the Brian Danielson-Archer semi-final kind of, I think, needs to happen. Um, that or would be to, very cool. it, just, it just makes logical sense. I know a tournament shouldn't make logical sense. It's just who's better goes through mm. the next round. But man, That's always is, the cool thing as well because AEW is so good at Oh, yeah, I could end up being completely wrong. Yep, you never know. <laughs> Cassidy could beat Mox. Fuck. Um, but there's plenty of opportunities to turn him heel there. There definitely is in that tournament. Um, <laughs> too, too many big baby faces on the way. <laughs> and I guess that's, uh, that's a podcast done for another week. Hey. Um... And our Saturday Tune in next night. week when I will finally have played Resi 4 VR. Oh, yeah. Yeah, looking forward to hearing <laughs> what you think about that. Um, oh, Jesus. I just learned today that the, the last Project Zero that came out on the Wii U is is oh, coming yeah. out on everything um, just before Halloween. So I'm going to be getting that. I like Project Zero. So. Sweet. Well, with that, we will bid you adieu and see you next time Mm -hmm. bye